millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Crystal Andrews from Daily Mail Australia. And I'm Josh Moss, and you're listening to Obsessed, where we discuss the biggest moments in reality TV and try to figure out why we're all still so obsessed with watching normal people find fame on screen. In season one, we're talking all things Love Island Australia 2019. Welcome to the first episode of Obsessed. I'm very excited. Episode one, season one, we're on. I'm a journalist who's written about lifestyle, entertainment, pop culture, pretty much everything. And right now I work at Daily Mail Australia, which I feel like we can unofficially call the home of reality TV coverage (laughs) in this country. Yeah, yeah. And just quietly, I reckon I'm the least well-known person on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You guys may know me from Love Island Australia. Season one, last year, I took out the bronze medal. So I I, uh, came third on the show with Amelia um, and I have been doing... A little bit of stuff post-show. I've been working a bit as a model. I'm doing a bit of that. I've been doing a bit of media stuff as well, a little bit of podcasting. So I've got my finger uh, in a lot of different pies, I guess you'd say. Jack of all trades. That's it. Master Master of of all. Master of none. (laughs) (laughs) What were you actually doing before Love Island? I don't think I know that story. Yeah. So I was, it's such a weird job title. Uh, I was doing a sports administrator job. So I was working with kids in school sport, like organizing gala days like professional player signings, all that sort of stuff, which was really, really interesting because I was working with kids. And I feel like a lot of the skills that I learned from the job actually translated really well into the show because I was presenting in front of, you know, they were young kids, but I was still presenting, you know, so. Why was it like corralling children around a sports (laughs) oval? All right, that makes it sound real (laughs) weird. Um, But yeah, I was like, I was talking with kids about drills, you know, standing up there explaining things, you know, there was teachers as well. So I picked up a lot of really great, valuable life skills. Oh, isn't that nice? And then you got famous. (laughs) And then I got famous and left them all behind and I'll never do it again. (laughs) Yeah. And then I went onto the show and I had to quit my job. Um, unfortunately, cause I actually really liked that job. It was really, really good, but I had to, I had to leave it behind. I don't think I could ever work with kids again now. Would you go back to it? Um, uh, if I had to, I would, but I would preferably not want to go back to it. If the work dried up, if the modelling work dries up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If, if the modelling work dries up and all that sort of stuff, just, I would consider going back to it. But yeah, I want to keep pressing forward with all the cool new things I'm doing now. Well, look, before we get into this season of Love Island, the second so Love Island Australia, oh, yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about your experience because you're going to be my guide through all of this. You've got all the good insight and the behind the scenes stuff, but I'd love to know why you signed up. You (laughs) loved your job. You just told me that you loved your job (laughs) and you decided to fly to Spain. Yeah. You know what? It was... It was a matter of fate. I didn't choose Love Island. Love Island chose me. Oh. 
<laughs> it sounds so corny, but it's actually a really, really weird one how I discovered Love Island Australia. I was going for a walk in the park and I wanted to listen to a podcast, you know, as you do. And good, good my, choice. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, good yeah, choice. Yeah. Um, like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if the Daily Mail had one, I would listen to it. So, you know, we did. they didn't have one back then. But I wanted to listen to my normal podcast, which was... Uh, it was like a sporting one and that was actually all the episodes had run out so I was like I just literally went onto the explore feed clicked a random one and halfway through the walk it, an ad came on and it was like hey are you single I was like oh, yes um, it was like do you want to travel to Europe I was like oh yes it's like and do you want to like get an experience that not many people would ever get overseas and be on TV and I was like oh tick 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 and then it said you know apply for Love Island Australia and I was like wow this is, must be a sign from upstairs or had whatever you, it was. Had you watched the UK, the original Love Island? I had. I watched season three. Okay, so you kind of knew what you'd be in for a little bit. I kind of knew what I was in for and from watching that show, I was like, wow, this is like the gold standard of reality TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> if there is such a thing. not get any better than this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I'd be really keen to do that. And I always thought about doing reality TV. As a kid, I used to watch Big Brother and I used to tell my mum, oh, like I want to aspire to be a reality TV star. And she was like, what am I paying these private school fees for? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You're never going to get on one of those shows. You know how hard it is to get on one of those shows? And that was kind of like, I don't know, that just stuck with me. And I wanted to do it, but I was like, oh, Bachelor, nah, not for me. Survivor, there's no way I would survive on that show. So I applied for Love Island Australia. And then Life in the Villa. Oh, my God. Exciting, boring, both. All the above. Every emotion you can think of, you would have on a daily basis. You would be on top of the world one minute and then 20 seconds later you would be real low and then you'd be like every emotion you think you've got, you will have in a day. And that's the weird thing about it is that you're on an emotional roller coaster in there. You know, you might really, really like a girl and you think, yep, yeah, I'm in with this girl. We're going to couple up. We're going to be really good together. And then bang, some bombshell Someone comes dude. In. He's got a 15 pack, you know, and he comes in. He's tatted up to the gills. He's got the chats on point. And her head is just turned. And her head's doing like a 720 turn. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like I can't compete with this. And then your confidence drops. And then when you talk to her, your confidence is low. So then like she can pick that up and you're like, oh, now she's really really going to look somewhere else. And then the worst part, you don't get to go home. It's not like a date. No, you're, you're all stuck still in there. there. You're there the next morning. You're there in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck in there. And like everyone in there is like, they've got such good chat. They're the top of their, like in their friendship groups, like they consider themselves the man or they consider themselves the, the life of the party. And you're competing with all these other life of the parties. And you're like, oh my God, like it's tough in here. But I think you came off pretty good. You were the life of the party. Love Island Australia 2018. It was like Josh the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Well, they branded me as the Joker because they didn't want me to use my job title as sports administrator. They were like, it doesn't make sense. So yeah. I Never mean, mind the fact that it was a real job. So <laughs> it obviously made sense. But yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a real job, guys. I'm not lying. Yeah, you know, the first week I was taken back by it all. I was like, wow, this is intense. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go. And then I warmed up to it and then I just tried to have fun with it. And luckily it paid off. What's something about the villa that people who are watching it wouldn't realise? The biggest secrets of the villa is that there's a voice of God. So what sort of watching you do everything you do because there's so many cameras in the house. Yeah. So there's a voice of God and let's just say you go for a swim and you you take your microphone off like and then you're having a chat with, let's say I'm having a chat with Dom about Amelia and then I'd start talking and as soon as I open my mouth, they'd say, Josh, put your microphone on. And you're like, oh my, like this is weird. It's Nothing like I'm is in a missed. science experiment. The thing is with the 
producers in there, they're seeing all, they're seeing all the storylines play out. They know who you like. They know who you secretly like. They know who you hate. So they're up in the control room, like controlling things and making sure. Orchestrating it all. Orchestrating situations. You know, that's when they bring in stuff like the truth bike because, you know, they want <laughs> because the truth they to come knew, out. They knew exactly what was going to come <laughs> yeah, out. And like, it's so weird, like how you wouldn't say anything. Then you sit on a stupid truth bike and you feel like you have to say things. And then I was like. Because they said it's the truth it's bike the truth and you bike. can't I'm sit like, on the truth bike like and not tell the truth. Bike. <laughs> if I'm lying. <laughs> it's mind control. <laughs> Which was weird because. I would keep things to myself and I sat on the truth bike and they're like, who do you think's hotter, uh, Francoise or Tash? And I was coupled up with Tash and I was like, oh, Francoise, like sort of having a laugh with it. And I look over and all the girls are like, you're a dickhead, Josh. Like, what do you think you're doing? You're coupled up with Whoops. Tash. Whoops. <laughs> and then I was hated for like a day. And you just say the truth bike. The truth bike oh, made me say me. it. It's the truth bike. Get angry at the truth bike. That was a secret in there. They're watching everything. They see everything. They know everything. It's omnipresent. It's a religious experience. It is. Yeah. I was one with uh, one with God in there. One with God. <laughs> one thing I really want to know, and I feel like actually anyone who's listening would want to know this because there was a really big bust up oh on your God. season. Yeah. It was tense. I remember watching it and like physically recoiling away from the screen just because of how intense that moment was between Eden and Grant and who had just been sent home. Was it Justin? Justin, Justin and Alias. That was a big deal. That was so intense. But what did that feel like? Because, like I say, watching it at home, it was awful and awkward and uncomfortable and I can just imagine being in the villa would have been that times a thousand. Yeah, well, there was actually more than what you guys saw. Like they couldn't show everything with that fight of how intense it was. And there was tension building up with Eden and Grant for a few days because when we first went in, they were best mates. Yeah. They they were like thick as thieves. They were always hanging together. And then they started to drift and they started to clash a bit, which was really weird to see because they were so close and they started to have different opinions. And then Eden was running around saying, I don't know if I like this Grant guy anymore. And there was a bit of tension building up. And those two guys are very alpha male, big sort of guys. That might be an understatement. (laughs) Yeah. They're strong. They're strong characters. They're both strong characters. Yeah, exactly. And then whenever someone goes home, tensions are high because for whatever reason, some people in the house have stronger connections to other people, you know, just in real life. It's emotional. If your friend goes home, you've lost someone to lean on. So emotions are going to be running high. You know, everyone's on edge. And Eden sent Justin home and then Taylor said a comment and Eden was going at Taylor. Then Grant stuck up for Taylor and it was on. Is that all right? It was scary. Like I'd never seen two people fire up like this. Like shirts were ripped, punches were thrown. I was hanging really? on, getting thrown around like a like It a was rat all top. kind of cut pretty choppy, right? They were in each other's faces and then all of a sudden the next <laughs> cut, it was like the shirts were ripped. With the intense music. But, yeah, you, we didn't really get to see obviously the extent of what had actually happened. Yeah, so there was ripped shirts, there was punches thrown, like we were getting in between them and trying to break it up. Yeah. And the thing is when you go through something like that in real life, it's horrible, but you go home, you don't see that person yep. for a year or two. You can whatever. cool off. Yeah. You get time to just yeah. be on your own away from the situation. But when you live, Not they live the together. So they walk past each other 20, 30 times a day. So it was awkward for the whole villa. They hated each other from that moment, no matter what they said, when they said, oh, no, it's just a bit of like, you know. You hold on to it and it's transparent. Like anyone could 
see that. Anyone could know that. And it was it was really tough. Villa life after that was completely different. It was tough. The whole villa was divided. And I like what you guys saw on TV was real. Always people come up to me and go, oh, yeah, how stage is that? I'm like, no, that was the most intense thing I've ever gone through. There was two sides that would not speak to each other for weeks at a time. And the producers were trying to do everything to mend it because it was they'd never seen that before in a Love Island mm. show. They've never had a divide like that ever, but it was unbreakable, led by Grant, led by Eden. And it was awkward if you would talk to the other side because then your side would say, like, why are you being a dog? Like, don't don't leave us. And it I kind of like, became Survivor. <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> Through the end of the show. Now we have tribes yeah. and you can't defect. Yeah, exactly. That's a really interesting point, though, because I think, I mean, firstly, I think – Channel 9 and everybody was pretty surprised at how big the show got last year. I was surprised. Like, I'll admit that. I was surprised, but it was huge. And I think the reason for that is because it really does feel a little bit more real than some of the other reality TV shows that we're kind of getting at the moment. It's almost going back to Big Brother. It's a twist on that. Well, the person who created Big Brother was working on our show. And I think the Australian public, although they love, you know, these shows that you're talking about that have been on the air for years, they are a bit overproduced and they're filmed six months before they're aired. So the editing team has a lot of time to manoeuvre certain situations and the audience can see through that, you know. Like we've seen a a billion seasons of Bachelor Survivor or whatever. They're good shows but we've seen it all before and that's the thing with Love Island is you're locked away in that villa. The show is aired, I think it was eight hours later. So there it's essentially live and you're locked off. You don't know anything. And I think Channel 9 predicted it was a bit of a risk, a gamble, because they'd never done a show like that before. They predicted it to do well. They didn't predict it to do as well as it did. It it was the biggest rating show in digital history um, for Australia, which is YouTube, uh, online, Nine Now, was massive. And the numbers are still massive with the show, which they can't even work out how it's still boosted. The success of that is now why this season is actually been moved to the main channel. So yep. it's going to be on TV. Yeah. I, I think this season is going to be one of the biggest shows in Australian history and I'm so excited to, so to, to see it. I think it's going to be crazy. Shall we um chat about some of these contestants? Oh. Because they are very... Interesting. They're interesting. To say the least. I mean, I think they've taken... A different approach. Yep. And I know you think this as well. They've taken a bit of a different approach to the casting, it seems, this year. I think for sure. Last year you saw a lot of these big, big alpha male personalities, which was interesting because they were drowning out a lot of the other personalities on the show. For me, instance, I didn't warm up for about a week in there because I was in there and they had these huge six foot five, big tatted up dudes. Dudes. And like I walked in and my neck was hurting from looking up for them and I was like... What am I going to do here? Like I would try and get a word and they'd overpower you and I couldn't get my personality out there. Until it all kind of like settles. Until it settles down, you find out where you fit in in yeah. the villa. And then you, you kind of get a few, you know, good friendships. And and you can ease in and, and that's what happened. It took me about a week to ease in. And then once I eased in, I was really comfortable in there and I loved it. But you see this year they haven't gone with the alpha males. They look like they've gone with the more of the... I don't want to say normal people. Well, it's a bit more of a – I feel like it's a mix. It's a mix. Yep. It's not just one type. Yeah. So shall we go through – I mean, shall we go through some of these names? Let's do it. Now, we've only seen about five promos of the people going in. Yep. So we've seen a few and there's some interesting points to those people, so I'm keen. All right. So Instagram, 
fired up. It's up. The stalk book's ready to go. Stalkgram. Stalkgram. So let's start with Jesse Winter with a Y. Mm. I won't say what I think about that. <laughs> She's 23 from Hobart. Now, what's interesting, what Hobart. I thought was interesting anyway, was that she already had a really sizable social following before mm. being cast on the show. And when Daily Mail ran the story on the weekend with all of the contestants and who they are, what they did, I went and checked on her then and she had about 53,000 followers. Today she's she's up to nearly 57,000 already. She's growing. Quick. So if that's the rate that it's going to grow at. kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Bold prediction, she's going to get so she's going to get up there. The first guy's going to choose her and then I reckon she's going to get taken by about two or three more. So she's going to get stolen by the guys coming in. And you know how you can steal. So yep. when you, yep. when the five girls are up there, you can pick someone, you can couple up with them and then someone else can come in and pick her. I feel like two or three are going to pick her and ruffle some feathers of the dude straight away. That might start some of the feuds we're hoping to see. Yeah. <laughs> hoping to see it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. It's yeah. the drama. That's why we watch. Oh, so addicting. And then Cassie, 26. So she... I think is originally from London um, and is kind of describing herself as this former party girl who's looking to settle down and she's the one that's got all the cool tattoos. I think that's interesting that you want, you're ready to settle down so you sign up to Love Island. (laughs) Former party girl, let's be real, current party girl. Like if you're looking to settle down and you're signing up to a show like Love Island, I mean that is the worst place to because when you come out of there it's going to be crazy. Hang on though. (laughs) You went into Love Island and True. you've come out with a long-term relationship. True. So maybe she's just actually seen your trajectory gone, that's what I want. I want to be like Josh Moss. Are you saying I'm, I'm a role s- model? Uh, maybe you are. Wow, I, I really appreciate that. A you, lot should, of- you should start like a relationships and love advice I could write a book. Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> well, you've written a book, so. I have. And I have. the book is, uh, you know what, when she told me what this book said, I said, I'm never getting into an argument with this girl ever. Because the book literally says how to win arguments by you. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. My boyfriend did a lot of the hard yards behind that one and, yeah. and had the arguments with me and lost. So it's yeah. tried and tested. I mean, there's your plug right there. Yeah, I'm never going to argue with her. Whatever she says, I'm just agreeing with. That's, I'm right. That's it. Cassie, um, you're going to settle down in the island. Yeah. Yes, you are, Cassie. Yes, you are. <laughs> so Cynthia is a 23-year-old model from Brisbane. I think she's beautiful. I mean, obviously she's a model, so yeah. she's gorgeous. Fits the criteria. Yeah, for sure. I, I think she's gorgeous. I like that the casting seems to be a little bit more diverse this time for sure. around. I for sure. I think it's great to have a bit of diversity in the cast because last year, I mean, it was it was pretty Well, it was safe. It was safe. It was safe. You need to have diversity though because I feel like, you know, it's just a good representation of of everyone. You know, everyone can watch it and think this is a good thing of how society actually is. Well, this you is know? what Australia actually looks like. Yeah, for sure. Now. So it's I really... think that um, she looks gorgeous. She looks like, just from her photos, she looks like she's got a big bubbly personality, which I think is going to do pretty well in there. Yeah. I mean, we don't know much else about her yet. Cynthia TBC. Yes. And then next we have Vanessa, oh who is 24. Let's just um, take a listen. We do have her promo. Let's take a listen oh to that. Oh, my God. Je m'appelle Vanessa. J'ai 24 ans et je cherche l'amour de ma vie. French is my first language. I'm educated, well-spoken. Never really had troubles finding a man. When I have a goal, I go straight for it. I'm done with the players. I'm done with the cheaters. Bad boys, I've still got time for. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, I'll say one thing. I feel like we've all just figured out 
French is really sexy. So let's just have someone who speaks French on every single relationship-based reality show spice things up. Can she even speak French though? Maybe she's just reading off her- That sounded very fluent to me. It did. It It sounded pretty good. I- You have thoughts. I know you have I have thoughts about this girl. Now she is- Dan Webb from Married at First Sight and Reese Powers X. I mean, those two are interesting characters to say the least. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. She says she's done with cheaters and liars. She's still got time for bad boys. You need to be careful of this girl because I feel like she's going to take guys for a ride and not in the good way. She is going to... She's going to spit out and chew some guys. If you're going to couple up with this girl, you need to be extremely careful because she's going to be having lots of cards kept to her chest. Yeah, look, I think you have to be a little bit suspicious of how reality TV adjacent her recent um, relationships seem to be. So that sort of raises a bit of a red flag for me. But I mean, do we think it's a bit of a front though? She's pretending she's this like tough, you know, it's never hard to get a guy, but I still got time for the bad boys. Like, I don't know. That just doesn't really sound. I would love for her to go into the villa and yeah, maybe have that like tough front, like I'm hot. I'm, you know, I know it. I can get any guy. (laughs) But then after a few weeks, as you say, when things start to settle down, see maybe a more interesting side to someone because look, nobody's like that 24 seven. Yeah. Everybody, I don't care who you are, everyone gets their heart broken. For sure. I think that with someone like this, you could see a massive character arch. So she could come in as the bad girl who's yep. ready to play all the guys and she's a tough nut or whatever, but then you could see a emotional side develop. And we've seen that in the past with different Love Islands. You know, people come in yep. and they, they change as the show goes on. I'm super, I've got huge question marks on this girl. Uh, if I was in there, I mean, she's going to have no problem getting guys' attention. Yeah. This girl, you just need to be careful with. If you're coupled up with her, you are not safe. You need to keep one eye on her because who she's talking to, what she's doing in there, she's going to be having her her options open all the time. So if you're putting your survival in the villa on her, uh, you need to be careful because you could get really, really played here. Um, and I feel like if I was in there, she's going to play some of these nice guys who we're going to touch on in a bit. But Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to say I'm <laughs> – on the fence. Okay. I'm leaning yeah, you're a bit more on the I'm fence. kind of I see what you're saying, but I just don't think anyone's really that tough. And as you say, it's 24/7. Yeah. You're in close quarters with people all the time. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if we see some of that facade start to crumble. You know what? I I'm I'm almost going to call it. She's giving me female Grant Crap vibes. Oh, <laughs> the mic drop. I know. End Is the that episode heavy? right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. She's given it to me. I don't know. But I know what you mean. She may have just been putting on a front for the for the promo, but she's given – there's there's uh, alarm bells are ringing when I see this one. Right. But we'll have to wait and see. We'll agree to disagree for now. We're about to find we'll out. We'll see who's going to be right. But <laughs> Then next we've got Cartier. 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 She says it. Cartier. So fancy. I know. I like the name. The woman's role in a relationship is to take care of their man, to cook for them, for them clean for them. I do like the feeling of looking after my men and taking care of them. My name's Cartier. I am a Christian and I'm already in love. I'm in love with Jesus, but there is room for someone else. I mean, they've outdone themselves oh with the God. audio production of that clip. Yeah. The little like, oh. The choir hymn. <laughs> this is going to be a really interesting character. I mean, yep. if we want to talk about characters in terms of the show. Yeah. 
Oh, she's just, I'm struggling. Really? Yeah. In I'm, terms of what? I'm struggling to understand why someone with those very, obviously very strong beliefs mm. would sign up for a show like this, to be quite honest. I know that everybody has, look, everybody has different belief systems. She's obviously very um, traditional, as is someone else in the villa who we'll touch on soon. But, I mean, is this, with those values, is this where you come to find the second man in your life? The second man to Jesus. <laughs> the second man in charge. I know what you're saying. People go on the show for all different types of reasons. You know, yeah. for all we know, she genuinely might be trying to find the love of her life. And maybe she's fed up with dating. She's fed up with stupid apps or crappy dates. She's at her wit's end. She's like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to try. She's 19. Some- How can she be yeah, at her wit's true. end? True. Her wit's end of what? But you know, dating these days, it's a nightmare. Like for, for me coming on the show, I was like, I, I'm so done with like, how dating works these days. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to try something new. She may have that attitude. So you're leaning towards you're not buying it. You're not buying the act. No, not that I don't buy it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. She's 19. She says she wants to cook, clean and look after a man. In the villa, you don't do any cooking. You don't do any cleaning. So instantly that's out the window. The most cooking you can do is rub some peanut butter on a cracker. Her hobbies have just been They're gone. Dashed. You don't clean or cook in there. You can't. So they're gone. She said she's a devout Christian. Oh, the lad's walking into Love Island. Do you think they're going to be willing to step aside for Jesus? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I mean, just putting it out there, I don't think so. I think I'm not sure what she expects to find. Mm. You know, what, what, do you, what do you expect to find? In Love Island. But maybe the next man is a little bit of a clue. Owen. Owen. My values are a lot more old school than what's floating around today. I treat women the right way. I was raised by a single mum. I was in a relationship from when I was 14 up until last year. A lot of girls do look at me and think I'm a player, but I'm truthful, I'm honest, and I'm loyal. Chivalry's not dead, according to Owen. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And look, this is where I sort of think, on paper, it looks like... Katia and Owen have been put in there for each other. <laughs> that- she wants to, you know, cook and clean for her man and look after them and he's after he's this just- sweet, not at all rude, always polite, extremely ladylike little gal in his life well, he says- and maybe they're a great match for each other. He says he's after traditional values. I mean, it doesn't get any more traditional than, than Cartier. On paper, these two look like they've been matched up together but as we've seen in the past, on paper is completely different to in real life. For our season, there was lots of matches made on paper before the show. I was paired with Taylor. They thought that yeah, me and right. Taylor were going to be paired up together. That is so interesting. So weird. And we obviously did couple up at the start, but oh my God, was that a journey. That was like, so on, they would have coupled up everyone roughly together on paper who they think's going to match. They would all do that. And to make sure that, that they know there's going to be a little bit of chemistry with certain people. For sure, people. for sure. So on paper, those two are definitely been, I think they've been matched up together by the producers and whatnot. Oh, whether he goes for her, for Cartier, will be a different story. And this is where I think this season is going to be so fascinating because yes. I almost see this as a way of testing how strong some of the beliefs of the contestants actually are. Like how traditional are your traditional values? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And on the flip side as well, like I probably would hazard a guess and say that most of the others have pretty progressive and liberal views about society and the world and love and life. Mm. And so then it's also potentially going to test how 
liberal and progressive their views actually are. Yeah. When you start to, start to get some of these alliances and you go, oh, actually, I'm really aligned to Cartier and and her more more religious based well, beliefs as well. Like maybe I'm not as progressive as I thought. Yeah. Well, as well, like. Oh, like you can talk to your friends about who, what type of girl or guy you you go for, but that girl or guy might walk in, tick every single box, yep. and it doesn't work out. And that's the thing with with our season was there was girls and guys in there who were saying, "I want someone with X Y Z," and unless X Y Z someone with X Y Z comes in, I'm not interested. And you saw after two or three weeks they dropped those check boxes that need to be ticked, and that's when you saw a lot more relationships start to form. You know, for instance, Millie was like, I want a tradie, rough nut. Um, when someone, people are a little bit more open. She said she wanted someone yeah. who owned three T-shirts and didn't sh- and showered once a week. I mean, it's questionable. <laughs> yeah. And she dropped that after week three. She was like, that's ridiculous. Why am I having such a tight strain on what I like in a guy? She dropped it and then she ended up falling in love with Mark. So I just hope these Islanders going in don't have a checklist that they must tick off because you will not get the full experience out of the show. You will be holding yourself back and you won't enjoy it as much. So let's see what happens with those two. That's an interesting one. I don't think that it's going to work out with those two. I don't know why on I, paper. I agree with you. I don't, I don't think. I don't know I think what that's, it is. That's almost, that's the trick. That's yeah. the joke. It looks like it should work. It won't. And is that not just a metaphor for dating in the real world. Yes. You think it's going to work. It should work on paper and it absolutely does not. You're so inspirational. I'm so wise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Jared, 23, personal trainer from Perth, my hometown? I'm passionate about helping people. So for the last two years I volunteered my time down at a local footy club coaching the integrated team, which is a team full of guys with physical and mental disabilities. One, two, and is by far my highlight every week. You should be not. Everyone smile, smiling. <laughs> it's so much fun. Love to me is having someone that accepts me for me. I'm going to Love Island to potentially meet the person I could spend the rest of my life with. Wow. I mean, that's very uplifting, isn't it? I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I really. He seems like a sweetheart from that promo. I mean, the integrated football team, like, he's almost a little bit of the. Josh Moss 2.0, isn't he? I was thinking that. I was like, I really, really back this guy. He's ticked, like, I really like what he said in the promo. He's giving me a really good vibe and energy. You know, he works with kids with disabilities. He spends his time helping them out. This guy seems like a big cutie and he seems like a really nice, warm guy that the show needs. They need people like this. But then there's a bit of, like, an edge to him as well. There's something weird about this one that I, they briefly touched it and I can't work it out. Well, no, wait, isn't he, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the nudist, right? Yeah, he is, he is. He's, I- he's the naked influencer. Did you see the photo of him with his mum next to him? What the hell? Was that his mum? Was that a random? Was that someone he picked up I'm on the sure street? It's his mum. I'm sure it's his mum. I wonder how uh, clean oh, the cooking is, the O-H-N-S. food. You're naked. You're concerned about the safety. I'm really concerned about the safety. Call the health department. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that food. I would not eat that food. Imagine if he walked out naked. Like first thing we saw was him naked when he has to try and couple up with someone. He just walks out there and has to pick someone. It's a move. The naked man. <laughs> yeah. I really like this guy. My only concern with this guy is that he is such a nice guy. I feel like he may get taken advantage of in there by these sharks. Some, you know, there's going to be sharks in there. Who, Vanessa's gunning for him. Oh, I mean, this guy could get really 
hurt in there, you know, because this is, it's so intense in there. You know, you can be the best guy in the world, but it's really rough in there. So this guy, I really like him, but I, I do worry a bit for this guy. I could get. Uh, I'm pegging him as a fan favourite. I think he's going to be the one everybody loves. I can see this guy, can see Owen going to the end. I don't know why. I can see him going all the way to the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, come, we'll come back to that. Favourite one We'll so listen far. to this back at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next is Matthew, a 24-year-old model, and this is my favourite, <laughs> part-time wrestler. I'm just going to I'm gonna throw that one straight over to you. <laughs> I mean, I'd be more concerned if it was full-time wrestler. Part-time wrestler, I mean, is that like uh, WWE style? Is that like actually a, a, a sport? Like I don't know what that means, but this guy, Matthew, looks he looks like a pretty nice guy. I mean, he's obviously very good looking. Yes. Yeah. I think he's going to have no trouble finding uh, female attraction he's, in there. He's, yeah, he's going to have no trouble getting some attention and maybe sort of those early couplings are going to work in his favour. I'm interested to see how someone who's got maybe a little bit more interesting take like him and then Jared, they seem a little bit more liberal and how they go with Owen in their space. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see not who connects with who in terms of coupling ups but also friendships as well because exactly. they're so important. So there's a few... Guys that I can see becoming friends. Do you see Matt with any buddies? Maybe Matt and Jared. No naked wrestling, though, please. Yeah, no naked <laughs> wrestling. We <laughs> can combine the two. <laughs> the naked chef wrestling the uh, the wrestler. Um, yeah. Look, he's a bit of an unknown at this point. Yeah, still, isn't we he? don't know much about him. This next contestant. Oh, I have some questions about. 27-year-old plasterer Adam. I don't know if I just have a bad feeling because I went out with a guy who was a plasterer and he was awful. I mean, if the promo photos to go anything by, I don't know how I feel about this He's guy. got the tats. He's got he's, the peace and pout. He does. He's got a, <laughs> He's really He's pouting. nailed the pout. He's 27, right? Yep. And he says that he's never had a serious girlfriend. Do we think that's late? in life yeah, to never sure. ever have had a serious girlfriend or is that just par for the course, right? Is it just unlucky in love, never found the right person? 27 and never having a serious girlfriend, that's a bit alarming to me. You're 27, like you've been dating for a long time and not to have anything serious. I mean, again, we don't know a lot about him. I'm not getting the greatest vibes from from looking at his Instagram. And they did allude to in Vanessa's um, promo trailer when she said that she's still got time for the bad boys and they just cut to that shot of him on a motorbike. motorbike. (laughs) I don't know if that was a little bit of foreshadowing. It's a bit of a cue about how we're supposed to feel about him, but... Well, he's definitely given off bad boy vibes straight away. He's got the, like, even the photos, like, there's an attitude. For sure. Yeah, I don't know how I'm feeling about this one. To be honest, I'm not warming up to him too much, um, to Adam. But on paper, it looks like Adam and Vanessa are, are, are a couple. Uh, whether that plays out, we'll wait and see. But I'm not getting the best vibes from from Adam. I don't know. I don't think this show is going to help his record with having a serious or stable relationship. I'm getting a sense that this guy, Adam, is going to be the first to go. I don't know why, but I'm just getting that that vibe. He's not a stayer. Then we've got Sam, who's an international DJ, and you know this because he has headphones in all of the promotional pictures. Not to mention his uh, Instagram handle is DJ Sam Withers, so it's real obvious. He's just every conversation it's going to be Sam the DJ. Did you know as a DJ? Yeah, when I used to DJ. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Again, we don't know a whole heap about Sam yet. He looks looks okay. He's kind of given off a pretty chill vibe. 
he, he looks like a nice dude. He's what? He's the oldest contestant in the villa. 28. 28. And so there is nearly a decade between him and the youngest girl, Cartier. Mm. Oh, when I was 19, I was not looking to go out with a 28-year-old dude. I know, I know. I think when you look at it like that, it's a huge... It's a really big gap. It's a huge gap, but oh, it's not crazy. It's not crazy because Cartier, she seems quite mature, I guess. Maybe, like, she might not go for Sam. It does seem like a big gap, but in saying that, we don't know Cartier back to front yet. She may be really, really mature and likes older guys. And we don't know who else they're going to bring in. No, no. Funny, in our season, we had an international DJ as well, John James, and they said in his promo, it said, hi, I'm an international DJ and stonemason. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you can't be an international DJ and a tradesman on the side. Like one. You're not an international DJ. So maybe the producers have hyped that uh, job title up a bit, but... I mean, technically, Bali's an international destination, oh, right? Oh, my God. Don't even start with that. <laughs> Don't even start. And then last but not least, Morris, 27, a business owner. I get bad vibes <laughs> from this guy. I think you and the whole of Australia. Oh, this his quote made my skin crawl. Mm. It absolutely made my skin crawl. He said that he's looking for a girl with a nice tan, a sexy, voluptuous girl with brown eyes and blemishless skin. Have you, noticed, have you noticed they're all physical, what he wants? Oh. Physical attractions. This guy is getting a horrific rap online. I mean, there's rumours coming out that he had a girlfriend weeks leading up to the show. He's yeah, dumped right. her. They've got some sort of agreement where they're just going to go on a break, just trying to get the clout on the show. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that story somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. Um This guy's getting a terrible rap online. I'm getting bad vibes from him as well. Now, he's actually the first bombshell. So he's not in the original cast. From what I've heard, he's coming in day two or day three to shake up the villa. So interesting because last year they had a female as the bombshell, which was Kim. So he's going to come in and really make the guys panic day two or day three. But do you think he's going to get a run from the girls? Or is he one of these guys that's very good at kind of hiding that for a little while and he's charming and he's a schmoozer and he can I think he's get gonna, the girls on side. I feel like he's before gonna, the true colors kind of start to come out. And I th- I think he will do that. I think when he comes in all the girls heads are going to be turned. His true character will probably come out a few weeks in and then they'll realize. I mean this is it is great casting by Channel 9. This cast is unbelievable. Like there's fireworks all around this cast. Like you just read these descriptions and you match these people. These people would never be in a room together. No, these let, alone live, let, let alone live with each other I 24-7. Mean, can you imagine a born-again Christian living with an international DJ? And a, a nudist. Or a nudist or a guy who describes he wants girls as a nice sexy tan with a voluptuous body. You know, these group of people are never going to be in the same room together. They're never going to be at the same party together. So just throwing them all in a house together, there's going to be fireworks from the get-go. And I was saying this earlier, I think you're going to have dramas day one, day two. It's not going to take a grant crap love triangle day four. It's going to go straight away. And that's why I'm so excited for this show. I think it's going to be... Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. So what's the, what is the one thing you really want to see this season? Oh, I want to just see a lot. I want to see all the Islanders come in with an open mind and open heart. I want to see them just be open to a connection forming. You know, if they see someone that they don't tick the boxes, 
let it happen. Also have fun with it. Like have fun with the challenges, have fun with day-to-day life. Just enjoy it because it does, it does come and go real quick. It's a crazy emotional ride and it's like nothing you've ever experienced before. It was the best moment of my life. And it was also some of the worst moments of my life, but it was probably the best thing I've ever done. It was, it was a roller coaster. It was like amazing. So these islanders are in for a, a ride, but just try and enjoy it, I reckon. I'm going to be less coy about it than you. <laughs> I want the drama. That is why we are all watching. That's why this show was so successful from last season, so successful that they've moved it from being a digital only, basically a niche kind of show, right, mm-hmm. into main broadcast for Channel 9. They've done that because they know what people want. It's a little bit of <laughs> relatively harmless drama to distract us all kind of from the stuff that we're dealing with in our own lives. Kind you know? of not harmless at some times, like kind of well, physical. But, you know. Well, look, they didn't show us the punches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I only just learned about the punches today. Yeah. Uh, the thing is you're going to see drama. This cast, as we just said, you're going to see drama. So that's that's what you want. You're guaranteed. I would be willing to bet my life that you're going to see drama week one straight away. So, and I want to see people testing like, oh other my contestants. God, you will. And just, you know, like let's find out what people are made of. I think this year I'm assuming all these Islanders would have watched our series. And I feel like they're going to come in not going to be afraid to, if they like someone, go for it. I think our, our show, they're a bit more pussy footing. These islanders are going to come in and they're going to go for it. They're not going to hold back because they just know what the show's about. You can you see know? the format. Once you've seen the format. Go for it. You know what it's going to be. You know that you have to make your mark. You know that you have to be something in order to kind of stick around because the public have, you know, kind of a say in this too. For sure. If you are... You know, it's funny because when I walked in there, the producer said, if you're not in a relationship, if you're not talking about a relationship, if you're not being funny and comedic and you're not helping a storyline, like in terms of, you know, you're trying to tune a girl or a guy, you're not going to get screen time. No screen time means no relationship with the audience. No relationship with the audience means you are gone. You're going to be gone. So the thing is, this series is in Fiji as well. It's only four hours away. I think you're going to see a huge turnover of cast this year. So if someone's not, you know, in the friend zone with every single person in there, they're not going to be strung along for weeks on end. They're going to be gone straight away. Because it's a fast flight. That's it, yeah. It's not far to go home. No, exactly. So you're going to see a lot more quicker movement in relationships. So you think there's actually going to be even more contestants this season than there were? 100%. For sure, which is great for an audience. I can't wait to I find know, out. I know, I know, I know. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really well, good. Well, we will find out on Monday, 7th of October. It's coming up. Channel it's coming 9, up. 8.45pm, straight after the block. Yes, yes. For I six weeks. Wait. Sunday to Thursday, five days a week. So, yeah, we can't get a, you can't get enough of Love Island, so I'm keen. We know what we'll be doing. Yeah. Don't try and hang out with me from the hours of 7.30 to 9 because I'm not available. All my friends, all right? You have to watch, otherwise we don't have anything to talk about. Yes, exactly. It's my job now. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode of Obsessed. I feel like we, I mean, we really broke it down, didn't we? We did. We we dissected it and analysed it. Please subscribe to the channel if you really liked it. We're going to have a load more of content coming out each week. Subscribe and you won't miss a single second. And make sure you head to Daily Mail Australia for the biggest, best and juiciest Love Island and reality TV coverage on the internet.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.